0: What is up, friends? I just want to give a quick shout out to this week's podcast sponsor, Clarice Hicks with the Hauler Program. Let me tell you really quick what inspired her. Her daughter had been getting bullied massively at school. Clarice went to the school looking for solutions and the school was found wanting. A few years later, another little boy who attended the school was being bullied. He ended up retaliating, but then taking his own life as a result. Clarice Hicks took massive action. She created the Holler Program, which stands for Honor, Observe, Listen, Learn, Elevate, and Reflect. This program is focused on positive experiences through innovative activities that focus on character, effective communication, and leadership building. She's located in Newport News, Virginia. She has a Facebook page, which is uh psalmsandservice.com, the holler pro- slash the holler program. And she also has a Facebook page. You guys, I'm going to put both of those things in the podcast description. You can go check her out. Clarice, if you're listening to this podcast today, thank you for everything that you're doing in your community. You are filling a massive void and we so much appreciate what you're doing. And I just pray that God will continue to bless everything you put your hands to Clarice. Thank you so much for serving our community in this way. good morning my wonderful friends. this is ashley campbell with daily encouragement by the time you hear this episode it will be november 8th i guess we are continuing the monday through friday 10 minute podcast so i'm really excited about it you guys thank you excuse me thank you to everyone who listens each and every week each and every day an episode drops i really appreciate you guys this podcast has had over six thousand downloads it's in 33 different countries and that would not be possible if you guys were not listening to it so please continue to do so I really want to influence the world with the grace that god has influenced me with and i'm really hoping that this podcast is influencing you in that way that you can influence the world with god's grace in the same way have you guys ever heard that line uh teach a man to fish and he'll live for a day right or if you give a man a fish he'll live for a day teach a man to fish he'll eat for a lifetime well there's this other saying that i've heard and it's uh Teach a man to fish to teach men to fish. And, you know, I love that because that's kind of the bigger vision in a bigger, you know, kind of, what would you say? I guess you would say bigger vision. Yeah. That other people, by listening to this podcast, would be influenced by God's grace and they would influence people with God's grace. So, anyway, you guys, thanks for listening. Today I want to talk to you about. Do you assume? And if you we, if you do assume, what are you assuming? And um, I just want to talk about this kind of in the context of our relationships with each other, just something I was thinking about this morning that i want to share with you guys really quick. But before I get into that, let's go ahead and pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for being here with us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your spirit being in us, God. And uh, Lord, thank you for helping us grow and mature into the mindset that, um, will be help us to be more like you be more steadfast firm secure walk in our authority walk in our purpose Lord the sovereignty that you've given to us since the creation of the world Um, I, I thank you for the plans you have for us Lord plans to prosper us not to harm us and I just I pray Lord that as we talk about this today that we would be able to at least be aware of the assumptions that we make and how they impact our influence with other people and our relationships and so I just pray you guide and direct this conversation Lord um, I thank you for uh, just giving me time to talk about this and I just pray it blesses my brothers and sisters out there thank you Lord we love you and we just pray all these things in Jesus name so just something I was thinking about this morning you guys is you know how you know you think about your life and you're talking to somebody else and I don't know if you guys do this but this is what I do when I'm talking to somebody I usually think unconsciously that people are like me, you know, that they think like me in a certain way or, you know, we have similar interests or, you know, similar thought patterns and all this kind of stuff and, you know, um, through experience, I should know through experience that that is absolutely not true, not not everybody can relate to me, not everyone's had the same experiences or even the same emotions during, you know, for certain things. Um, has, you know, the same routine or, or things that they do, you know, and uh, just thinking about how how we can project our assumptions of ourselves onto other people. For example, like one, one I've one thing that I've noticed is like sometimes leaders in a church will assume that other people in the church don't read their bible or spend time for and i think to myself why do they assume that is that because that's just their pattern or do they have do they know the people that are there like they have relationships with them they've confided in them or they know that you know the the people in the church um you know are struggling to build a relationship with the Lord in that way through, you know, reading reading God's Word, being in His presence, praying, worshiping, whatever, right? The elements or the things that we do to build intimacy in a relationship, you know, if they know the church is lacking, right? But just realizing that even if people are not doing something, is it better to assume that they are? You know, think about The whole goal of relationships, and of course, depending on the context, but since we're talking about church, let's talk in the context of church, the whole role of the church is to bring people up into maturity, that they would have the mind of Christ, and that everyone would be on the same understanding. I I believe that's in Ephesians 4. Let me grab my Bible really quick, you guys, and uh, I can tell you exactly what the function of the church is supposed to be now this is this is an aspect of the function this isn't the, the whole picture because the church has you know different things that it does or different functions but overall the most important one it says that so christ himself this is ephesians 4 11, so christ himself gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists the pastors and teachers and by the cunning and craftiness of people and their deceitful schemes. So, just thinking about the function of the church, right? Um, it says, but to each one, you back up in verse 7, uh, but to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. Now, even, each and every person in the body of Christ has a level of grace that God has poured into their life, right? Uh, you've had things happen to you in your life, god's grace came and uh he gave you new new perspectives revelation transformed you from the inside out you were one way like paul was and now you're another right you're growing and maturing and everybody in the church has that level of grace and then there's certain people who have the role of influencing and building people up to that not that everybody not that everybody has influence whether you recognize it or not right especially if you have a family or you have your own home you have a level of influence you know um, but uh, it's <clears throat> excuse me it's more structured in the church right it's kind of like okay you know people who already um, it, it, it's how could you say it, it it's um, you want to bring people up quicker so to speak right it's not like when you're at home raising kids that takes a long time you know to go through that process versus When you're in a church and you're dealing with all different kinds of people, you want to be able to uh, facilitate some type of process to help people get to that maturity faster. You know, it's like uh, the reason that people, uh, you know, go see certain professionals for certain skills because it will help them get it done quicker versus them learning it on their own. If that makes any sense. It takes a long time for someone to maybe read and and apply and and, and become competent to the level of someone who's already done the work. They can go see this person, excuse me. And they can give them some, you know, insight to get there faster. I hope I'm making sense, you guys, but, uh, the, the role of the church is to equip people, right? It says, for works of service, so the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith. And that's another thought that just occurred to me. Interesting how the works that we present to people, right? The things that people do should result in unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. They should have a function. The things that you do in your church should have the function of you growing in the knowledge of God. Not just doing stuff, okay? Not just doing things. They have to have a purpose. They have to bring you into the knowledge of God. Is it not the knowledge of God? What's it say in First uh, Peter? It talks about how, you know, the Lord has given us everything for life and godliness. Um, what does it say? Um, and it's all rooted in our knowledge of God, right? Let me find that scripture really, really quick, you guys. But back to what I was talking about originally is, you know, how do our assumptions we have of other people, how much are they... How much are our, our assumptions that we have of other people? How much are they really just rooted in how we see ourselves? Does that make sense? Like the assumptions, the things you assume of other people, how much of it is, is you projecting yourself onto other people? And if you are projecting yourself onto other people like that, and if your assumptions are mostly negative, what does that say about you and us as a person? And and how you know how is that really just revealing areas of growth in our own life, right? if you are assuming that people aren't spending time with the lord or aren't doing these things you know could it be that that's just an area of your life that you need to work on right and then in turn when you are talking to people you can influence people to do the thing that you're doing right if you're spending time with the lord and you go up there and you're assuming other people are you know um and and if you think about it that's really a better assumption to have of people anyways more of a positive side of it you know, um, and then using your influence and the things that you do that are, you know, allowing you, like if you are someone who's able, who is consistently spending time with the Lord, how do you uh, encourage people to do that? Like, what do you do in your life that has set up that routine for you? Because, you know, and then being able to talk about and influence people from that aspect. But really, really quick, you guys, I'm going to share this verse. It says, Okay, so I think, I think it's, I'm pretty sure this is second. Yeah, yeah, second Peter one. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ, have received a faith as precious as ours. Grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Again, your knowledge of God should be bringing you peace in your life, right? His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life, through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. So, you have, yeah, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him. If you are not, if you're feeling like, okay, I don't have everything I need for a godly life or I'm struggling, again, it's through our knowledge of Him, right? So, growing in our knowledge of God and how important that is, that's really the foundation of our life. But anyway, Um, I just wanted to bring that up this morning, you guys. How are your assumptions? Could they be? Could your assumptions be just you projecting yourself onto other people? And if you are doing that, how are you projecting yourself onto other people? You know, are you assuming the best or assuming the worst of someone? And, you know, thinking about if, if we are projecting ourselves onto other people and we are assuming the worst, is that really just showing a greater level within ourselves where we need more grace and love from God you know sometimes we um, are really hard on ourselves or don't give ourselves much understanding and grace and patience and so it's hard for us to do that with other people if we can't even do that within ourselves in our relationship with the Lord you know the Holy Spirit dwells in our hearts and so we have to be able to integrate his love and his grace and his knowledge in our own hearts first so we can be better communicators to the people outside of us that God's called us to influence And building them up in the knowledge of God so they can, you know, influence the world with his grace and his power and his authority and his presence. So anyway, you guys, I'm going to get off this podcast. I hope this made sense today. I just wanted to talk about that. You know, do you assume and if you are, what are you assuming and are your assumptions just uh, self-projections? um of yourself or they based in in actual knowledge that you may have right but that's two different things so we're going to be talking about more of that tomorrow you guys let's talk about what an assumption is and we're going to continue this conversation thank you guys for listening i hope you have a great rest of the day and i will talk to you soon